It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the John Paul Show. Brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com, where you can find the free app, the free resources, the free everything that you need to help you in ministry. This is the John Paul Show on Friday at 10 a.m. A lot going on, a lot to talk about, and we're here to talk to you about it right now on Facebook Live and on TalkShoe. Don't forget. To call in, this is the show, this is the time, this is the Podine. Good morning, Paul. How are you this morning? I am doing terrific. Well, that is good. Um, I'm still talking like a bass. You sure are. I love it because it's just like I never get a chance to do this. And so I can only do it when I'm sick. And so I love it when I'm sick because... Hey, 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 you got that bass thing turned up way too loud. I want you to bring my down a bit. What? I didn't do anything. Wait. Wow. You lost your mind. Uh, uh, we are here. We are glad that you're here. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. What's up? Um, we just want to say that uh, this is the John and Paul Show, normally brought to you by AdventuresInMinistry.com, but today is being brought to you by PaulSperlin.com. With his with his book with his book with his book with his, his book. book is coming out. Uh, book is coming out That's eventually really one day. One day. Uh, with with his um, um, what is the thing? Yeti cup. The Yeti cup. Paulsperlin.com. Paul's been a little excited this morning. I'm a little scared. I don't know. I feel like we're commentating the Hawaii Bowl. We are commentating the Hawaii Bowl. Hey, that would be awesome. I know, right? I would do that. I would absolutely do the Hawaii Bowl. Um, Anybody wants to send us to the Hawaii Bowl, um, please let us know. ESPN, we will come and do it. You don't even have to. um, You don't even have to pay as much. No, no, no. Just, just. I think the airfare, a few meals. You know, that kind of thing. Hey, that would work. Don't make us set up our own material here. Um, um, you know, plug us up yourself. That'd be that'd be a cool thing to do. Oh, um, but but you know, basically, we're not wearing green, so we thought we'd help ourselves out with the um, the uh, St. Patty's Day lays, and so all festive like that. This is the celebration of the St. Patrick's Festival, which um, it I is a got the volume now. You can, should I start over now? No, you're going to hear me. Um, you would just scream it. So out. it was back in the. Um, I was. I was excited. Back in the 17th century, as this was the beginning of Christianity in Ireland, and so uh, that is the premise of St. Patrick's Day, and so that's what brings us to this time at this point right now. Yes, it is. Um, and uh, St. Patrick coming to Ireland, and so the look at the Irish, look at the Irish, and are and they celebrated. <laughs> That was a pirate. That wasn't. Look at the Irish. Look at the piratish. What do you have in your? What do you have in that? Your PaulStore.com. Uh, your, I mean, they celebrate with their little Irish whiskey. Uh, like what is in my cherry Coca-Cola bottle? Cherry Coca-Cola. Exactly. See, everybody, we need to pray for Paul here today. Um, pray for him. He's driving like 
Don't That's know. true. You are going to store today. I am. Normally, I would be coming. <laughs> and cue the call. Could it be more perfect? Yeah, that, that turned out oh, to be uh, kind of perfect in there. Yes, Maybe. I'm not going to be able to go with you this year because oh, oh, I'm still oh. I'm still talking like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He really is. He really is. Yeah. Uh, but today's cool because it is uh, St. Patrick's Day, John. It is. Thankful. And uh, a lot of cool things going on. We just had a, our uh, finished our um, with one of us. Uh, I did, to be honest, I did walk in late to the uh, faculty, the meeting. faculty meeting. I apologize yeah. for that, but it's okay. Everyone made sure everyone knew that I was late, looked at the back, and um, pointed me out. But I was there. I showed up, um, and uh, a lot of good things happening there. Uh, happy birthday to two celebrities today. Um, it's not our birthday, Paul. I know it's not. It's not ours today. But, but uh, celebrity number one is the lovely Miss Julia Hines. I want to put a shout-out. You better put a shit-out. Shout-out. Shout-out for my mother-in-law. Today is her birthday, and so we want to wish her a happy birthday uh, on that. And um, you need to stay off the cough medicine. And um, so celebrity number one, Julia Hines. They're in Hartsell, Alabama. Absolutely. Take her out for dinner tonight. That's right. Treat her nice. Celebrity number two is our very own brother, Dr. Todd Brenneman. Today is his birthday. So. Is he really? It is. Oh, welcome, is. Todd. Welcome to adulthood. He's finally turning 32. We had uh, we had a, an Kidding. astounding um, happy birthday song for him as our meeting ended. Um, needless to say, uh, and I love our, our Bible faculty. They're so much fun. We need some singing practice there, John. I think you need to help us mm. with that presentation. Well, that. They come to chapel. It'll be fine. They do. We get good singing in chapel. Yeah, we do. Yeah, absolutely do. But uh, but today is St. Patrick's Day. It is, Paul. And uh, so if you're not wearing green, uh, make sure you go put this on. This is your John and Paul uh, warning, because if we catch you without any green on, we will be pinching you. And it may be punching you at the same time. But that's okay. Um, Paul, uh, we have Really had a chance to really have a good show lately here. No, you're right. You're right, John. We've had a good show in a long time. That's <laughs> <laughs> lead. That is um, <laughs> but today actually gives us a really cool opportunity to have a really cool show. Um, the only thing better is if we had, I guess, like a guest. Um, I don't like a, you know, like a cartoon character up off the front of um, some cereal box or something. It'd be kind of fun. Lucky Charm guy. Oh, the lucky Charm. Yes. Don't take me Lucky Charms. Don't take it. Uh, but, but what we decided to do, Paul, today was, um, you know, people, the reason why, you know, you get the, you get the four-leaf clover, mm-hmm. you know, like, kind of like four-leaf clover. four clovers. No. Um, these are like one, two, three, four, five-leaf clovers. So it's really, really lucky. It, it must be. Um, yeah, that, you also have like the, um, the what, the, uh, the rabbit foot. Rabbit foot's good. Bill Jenkins says this is a good day to have a finger on the mute button. Oh my! Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, we decided to talk about superstitions today. Superstitions and lucky charms. <laughs> superstitions and charms that people may have in ministry. You know, like ball players, they always have certain things. Um, you know, yeah, like. My daughter, when they get on a on a streak, Paul, she is wearing holy socks right now. Is that like like spiritual socks? No, they're like, like um, 
Yeah, unless you want to call just like wearing them over and over and over without washing them spiritual. Is that serious? Are you dead serious? Why don't they walk on their own? I am dead serious. So don't wash them? That's disgusting. They do certain things like that. I know. And it, and but feet? Feet are the worst. I'm just telling you. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, we just thought, we thought it would be kind of cool. Are there different superstitions that people have in ministry? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there are. There's a lot of superstitions. I mean, we came up with a few. Yeah. With, with all of this. We did. Um, and what we want you to do is, if you're, uh, well, if you're watching, you're here with us. Thank you. Um, Thank please, you. please. Um, Get on the the Facebook deal and put in some some uh, of your comments there on superstitions that you uh, deal with. Also, maybe some lucky charms that you have, uh, and not just on Facebook Live, but also call us. Um, call us live. We'll get you right here on the show. You'll be part of our show today. Absolutely. At seven two four 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 seven four four four, and then don't forget that um, that ID number, which is eleven thirty nine forty pound, and you'll be on the John and Paul show, and we'll have that conversation right now. We're excited about this. And uh, we will probably take you all the way to 11 o'clock today. So let's go ahead and get started with some some uh, superstitions. And I think the first one, John's a, a pretty good one. I, it probably pretty much is. You know, you're a preacher or you're a youth minister and you're in a place and um, things are going right along. And the first superstition is don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. Absolutely. Um, now... I think we need to establish something of serious nature. Um, sometimes people may take that as, does that mean I need to, to preach on love all the time? Don't rock the boat. You can preach on the Irish. To preach on the Irish. Oh, my God. I see now. I see right now that, that tonight is not going to take it serious on any level. <laughs> uh, I've lost him. It's my fault. I admit it. I'm sitting here on the floor um, on this chair. And it's tough for Yeah, I need, I need a big problem. Oh, I've been having a problem lately. I, I threatened to bring in the telephone book. <laughs> not, I'm not even joking. Dude, man, that's a projector. I'm not, if I tell him that, it is gone forever. Thank you so much. <laughs> Come on, Paul. I, I brought that for you to sit in. Need a high chair for Sperlin. That's what's happening right now. Okay, so um, rocking the boat doesn't necessarily mean don't preach the truth. We would never say that. But I think we're talking about outside of of your preaching presentation, like, like uh, how you handle your day-to-day stuff, like don't rock the boat. Um, if someone has something that they've been doing for years and years and years, and you come in and say, let's not do that, um, especially if you started a, a job, don't, first of all, that's a big no-no. I think we mentioned that on the show already. Don't, don't come in and just change things automatically. Don't rock the boat. But it's a superstition that if things are going well, don't mess with it. Right. Uh, most likely, if you've been hired and let the preachers retire there, they fired them, so they brought you in to change anyway. Yeah, but yeah, that's but, but, there, but there is some truth to that of of trying uh, keeping things uh, going the way that they've been going, uh, because number one, and that kind of goes with what you put down here for number two here too. Um, we'll get to that here in just a second. Is yeah. uh, when things are going, and you know, I just told you, like my daughter, you know, they had the superstition with their with um, their team um, of. Not washing, not, not washing their socks when they're on a roll, and they're twenty one and two right now, so they're on a roll. You can tell everybody's house is is smelling. Hopefully, the socks are the only things that they're not washing. Uh, they got to wash everything else. Too so. dirty. Oh but uh, you know, um, like I know when they get to state, they always they paint their fingernails blue. 
because that's the state of Alabama. Is that why? Is that why the Braves don't do well? Because they don't do their fingernails. They don't do their fingernails. Just, but in every game that they win, they they scratch it off as one game closer to oh, the state championship. And so there there are superstitions like that. And so in ministry, um, number one, people don't like change to begin with a lot, and we're kind of hesitant toward. In fact, uh, Dale Jenkins just had a question that he put out the other day. Um, uh, on their survey of uh, for a friend of his that was asking uh, how does churches how does your church respond to change and he gave a couple of different uh, options mm-hmm. with with that in there and uh, yeah so people don't like to rock the boat because if it's going good leave it alone and that goes into what you mentioned number two which is don't change the schedule don't change the schedule the schedule is working like it is and things are not complaining about it. Um, they're not having a problem with it. Let's kind of leave that the, the way it is. So, um, so people will that. leave it that way. Now, understand, these are superstitions. We're not saying this is how you should be. All right? Exactly. I think, I think you change that schedule up all you want to. Seriously. I mean, oh, I, absolutely. I think, I think if you, get, you can get stuck in, in randomness and just let it just be. And just, it's what we've always done, so we should always do it. I mean, you don't grow that way. You well, just don't. Well, you and I are, are definitely people that are just like after uh, – maybe it's just because we got like ADD or something that, af- that after a while we, we have to change it up. That's yeah. why these four- to six-week classes are always good for us oh, it's perfect. that we're doing in Bible classes because mm-hmm. it keeps things fresh and keeps things moving. But some people, if it's going well, like we said, superstitious-wise, I'm not going to change it because if I do, then what's going to happen? Right, Exactly. Uh, plus, we get to the point where 13 weeks, it's, it's like we all get bored. At that point, it's time to do something different, something to change um, for that. So, Well, let me ask you this, Paul, for our third the third one here yeah. on people's yeah. superstition. Is there a, a, a look or like a pulpit look or a youth rally look or something that you have that makes you feel comfortable when you're getting up to preach or whether you're getting up to – uh, uh, speak at, at one of these things or teach. Is there a look that you have? As much as I hate to admit it, but this is just true. Um, as far as presenting God's word, um, I do look different. I will dress differently in the pulpit than I would if I was teaching a class on a Saturday. Okay, but is that a superstition? Uh, no, that's just you know you just know where you are. But are there certain things though? Even when you get up and you're dressing up to preach. That, oh. that that you there that is you carry with you because it's kind of just like this is what I do when I preach and yeah. when I don't do it then I have a bad sermon. There's a I have a preaching suit. You do. <laughs> I have a suit. It's Are a, you gonna wear it Sunday night? I'm gonna wear it Sunday night. I've got my power tie. It's gonna be awesome. Okay. It's not really do you call it power tie when it's like thirty six thousand different colors? I don't it's, I mean it's like it's like a I call it it's a peach tie. It's a it's not right. Uh, but it's like a, a peach kind of um, explosions. Uh, it's, it's 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 fun. It's a neat tie. I like it. Well, I know that like I feel comfortable like when I go to a youth rally. Mm. Um, mm. Um, generally, when I'm getting up, I've got to feel comfortable in a certain way. In fact, Lonnie Jones will make fun of me with it because of what I'll wear. But <laughs> then, usually on the Sunday morning of that youth rally, I will you know dress a little more put a coat on nice, and it feels different. Mm-hmm. It feels different when I'm up there trying to lead singing with it because it's just something just doesn't go right. Like so you're saying fit. Sunday feels different than the rest of the days of the week. I'm not saying it should. No, no, no. no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not pointing you towards that direction. I just think, you know, it's the Lord's day. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. I think worship is worship, and we bring our best always. But but Sundays, it's just the Lord's day. You know, you just um, you just it's. You well, like everybody knows that when I'm going to lead singing, most likely I'm going to have my shirt untucked. That is great. Somewhere, even in chapel, like in the very back, <laughs> <laughs> in the back, back little panel of your shirt, but, you know, uh, because I just feel different. Mm-hmm. It does, and so I feel more comfortable with it. And sometimes when I'm like, oh, that just wasn't a good shirt to wear, or, yeah. or whatever, you know, the note just didn't come out right. Yeah, because of it, because know, of it. just blame it on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think um, I think the right the right apparel. Uh, you, you prepare for certain things, for certain things that you do, whether you preach. And this is kind of interesting, too. If you are preaching, I don't know if, if, if you're preaching versus leading singing on Saturday versus preaching or leading singing on Sunday, if it would make any difference. I don't think that it would. I think if I'm probably preaching or leading singing, it probably should. should. Um, but I say su- Saturday to Sunday because, you know, you got youth rallies and stuff like that. Um, but um, you want to be comfortable, but at the same time, I want to be respectful. You know? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, definitely. I, I, I just know that there are certain, like, you'll see me, if I get into uh, a rhythm with singing at places, you'll see me start wearing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, what are you laughing at? No, I'm not. I mean, you're right. It's uh, an untucked shirt. Yeah, I think that it'll be the same shirt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I need to buy you another shirt. <laughs> that way you'll have two. Listen, I'm just all about the look. Um, <laughs> yeah, now, there, there are some things here. Um this one is a superstition. It's kind of a charm. Oh yeah. For some people. Oh yeah. It's the preaching Bible. It's the preaching Bible. Now we have friends that are actually listening right now, and they will say it's the iPad, and I do. Uh, I have, we will not say any names, but Dale knows who he is. Yeah, Dale knows who he is. His initials are Dale Jeans. Um, but um, and I, I've both preached from a Bible and from the iPad. I've taught classes from Bible and iPad. But uh, I will say this Sunday night, as I'm preaching, I'm using the preaching Bible. You're using the, yes, you do have that preaching Bible. I mean, it's you about do. to fall apart. Yes, but, mine, um, mine is like that. Like I have one that I used to teach here mm-hmm. in class when mm-hmm. I'm in, when I'm in in the class here at right. Faulkner. Um, but then whenever I'm speaking uh-huh. and I'm teaching, I do have that one Bible that I can take. It's, it's almost like you, your hands know where everything is. Oh yeah, on it, and it just kind of a comfort level. The pages open up exactly where you exactly need them to. Exactly where you need to. Yeah. You kind of see the little finger mail, uh, finger mm-hmm. fingernail, the finger prints, you know, right. from the dirt on your fingers that are on the pages. And oh, the you can color the pages have changed. It's just crazy. It almost looks like parchment. Paul the Apostle gave me this Bible. It's crazy. It does. I was named after him. There you go. Yeah. Uh, but uh, like. I don't know. You can fold it up. It just feels right in your hand where I know if I go someplace and I forgot it, forgot mm. it. And I remember one time I was going to preach and I, I was like, man, um, I left that Bible at home and I had my other one that I studied with and I had to preach from it. And I was like, this just doesn't feel right. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like it, it fell into place. But, but that's the thing. The, the, the preaching Bible, I think, is something. Uh, I would like to have a – you're talking about surveys? You're talking about Dell Jenkins? I'd like to have a survey. I like to see how many different Bibles a pulpit minister uses in a month. I'm curious if they would say I use a different Bible every week, or if it's the same Bible every week. I think it would be the same Bible every week. I just do. What to preach from? Yeah, I, I think I think that. we are creatures of habit, and we love the Bible we preach from. I, I think so. Uh, in fact, you know, I, it, when we've gone to places, whether it's been a lectureship or mm-hmm. whether we're just going to the Christian bookstore or whatever, you know, I, I, every time we go back in there, I'm like, I need to get a Bible. I need to get a new one, and I'm like, eh, well, I'm just not. Yeah, it's just like my Bible, and it's falling apart, 
and right. it needs to be rebound. Mm, but mine too, so bad. Uh, if you know a company that rebound rebinds um, Bibles, we are in the market. So send us a message. I'm like been using super glue online lately. I haven't gone quite that far yet to try to keep it together. I don't know if that means I don't use mine enough, but uh, but the cover is about to fall right off of it. We, we do know this that Dale may love preaching with his iPad, but he will get different iPads. No, that's true. <laughs> and so, no, that's true. And so, uh, Jess asks, uh, is it okay to preach without a Bible with you? Okay, let me see if I, I know this question correctly. Here, do you want to read it? Um, that make it better for you? Well, I'm, I'm just trying to... Where's he at? Is it okay to preach without a Bible with you? I mean, I think a Bible is good to have. Um, that's a good question. It's a really good question. Because obviously, you, you memorize your lessons. You know your passages. You're going to read. They call the apocalypse. Quote. They, they did. They did. That's true. Um, but but uh, nowadays, um, I think sometimes it's good for the kids. As a youth minister, it's kind of good for the kids to see you using your Bible. I think so. Too. You know, I yeah. mean, there, there's times when, when obviously you do devotional and you have your mind. I get that. I think it's fine either way, but I think it's always good to have one in your hand. It's yeah. always good to have something yeah. present. Well, his point is, is, you know, all your references and notes and stuff that you write in your Bible. Yeah, you have them memorized. Yeah, yeah have them memorized. Yeah. 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 So, I think that'll be fine. Uh, well, next one on superstition and lit, Paul, because we're going to come back to some charms here. Yeah. Do things have to go in a certain order as far as your superstitions go? Um, when it comes to preaching, I think, and I think it seems like we've kind of dogged out the preachers on this, this podcast. Uh, not dogged them out, but mentioned those things. Um, what what superstitions? I know what superstitions do youth ministers actually have? But in ministry altogether, as far as preaching goes, I know because uh, I've observed guys that preach that, that do the same the same thing every week. You know, they maybe they'll come in early Monday morning and get that lesson ready for that week um, or that Sunday. And then go do some visiting that afternoon, and come back and do some things on Tuesday. They know their their routine. They know what works for them. Um, but I think right now, uh, just in general, you look at, you know, you want things to go in a certain order. Um, you know, I, I think we're just we're creatures of habit. I think that kind of goes. Uh, and I know this is about superstition type of show, but it's just about habits. You know, it's about what we're used to doing. I don't think it's it's anything um, crazy. I, I just think it's something we're used to doing, and um, you know, we just um, uh, and it works for us. If something doesn't work, that's when you change the order. Okay. If the Bible, if for some reason it doesn't turn to that page, that's when you get another Bible. Hey, let me let me ask you this though. You ever been in a church where maybe it's a song leader, or maybe people changed it up and it kind of messed you up as a as a preacher? What do you mean? Or like like if you know you're used to your two songs of prayer, and, oh, song, yeah. and then somebody changes it up and says. Instead of the Lord's Supper first this morning, we're actually just going to stop and do the preaching first. And you're like, I went for Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you got to kind of mess you up in there. Yeah. You got to let I got know. Yeah, but um, yeah. but I'll tell you right now, if if we, if the order of our worship changed every Sunday, I'd be a happy um, man. We got to send a shout out. Harper Smith, uh, Stift has joined us. Really? Oh, Harper, hey. you must be in Chihuahua right now because that's where the seniors are supposed to be today. Except softball seniors, they're Chihuahua. Yeah, in Auburn. Oh yeah. Is that how you say it? Chihuahua? I don't know. Chihuahua? That's what, what it looks like. Cool. Have fun. She thanks, even said, hey. Thanks Aww. for joining in. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining in. Supposed to be skipping school today, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, I think there are certain things that people want in certain orders, and if it doesn't fall that way, then sometimes it can mess us all up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah de- definitely. Definitely put you off. 
<clears throat> what you're used to doing. Because you like the norm. She's skipping. She's in bed. Oh. Well, thanks for tuning in, Harper. Yeah, we're glad you that. I hope you get to feel better. Um, good luck, Charles, Paul. That's good luck, charm. people use. We kind of talked about already. We talked about the Bible one. Um, the, the preaching Bible is a good luck charm. Um, there's a certain shirt I like to wear. Yeah. Um, I, the, the, you, you mentioned that before as well. Uh, a certain shirt is there. For me, uh, and this is, um, I think, I hope she's listening. Uh, for me, my good luck charm is um, is uh, Stephanie Sperlin. Um, I oh like my it. Goodness, I think I like be it sick when she's for in the audience. No, seriously, if she's in the audience, and and you know, usually when you preach, you go to your wife, um, or go to a significant other, because she'll say, tell you the truth of how because she won't get good at all. You know, Paul, that was a really good. Le- no, no, it was. You could have done this. Said, oh, the big thing for this is this may be another show from the time, but she'll say, Paul, man. Your intro was way too long. <laughs> Get into it. I'm like, I've got to set the table. You know, then the, the points just kind of go. So Yeah, so, so Stephanie a, better be here Sunday night. Yeah. Yeah, I think she will. Be. Or else we're going to have a sorry sermon. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty much. Her and the screaming screaming boy. Hey, that's okay. Yeah. Screaming boys are a good thing. I wonder, what, I wonder how I react. Are you preaching? Let's see. He's two. I don't think, I don't think I've preached... At university while he's been alive. Let me ask you this. Is, is there, is, let me ask I mean, you. I'm just saying, I wonder how he's going to respond. If he's still screaming, he'll just look like, what's he doing up there? He looks, he looks familiar. I think I, I, call, I, think, I, I, think, I think I call him dad. Yeah, that's right. I think so. Has mm. um, there ever been something where you just had, um, in your opinion, I'm not sure there's ever a bad sermon, you know, because you're preaching God's word, but have you ever had something where maybe things didn't go well that Sunday? Um, maybe it's on a trip or something like this, and you're just and it was something you just like. I'm never wearing that again, or I'm never using that again because it was just blah. Yeah, because sometimes you know when when you're speaking and you're presenting a lesson, you know in your deep part of your heart when it's really good that this is really flowing, and there's time you're thinking. I'm bored with myself right now. I've got to finish this in a hurry. And then I look around and wonder, what's different now from when I went over it or when I last you know, used this lesson or whatever? And so, yeah, I think, I think you, you, you start to analyze, okay, what, what's different? You know, you know what I'm saying? Have stinking watch. Let me get this rid of this Apple so, watch. Yeah. yeah but, um, <laughs> but, but there are things. Now, oh, you're talking about superstitions and good luck charms or not luck charms. It's superstition, I guess. I will not have anything in my pocket Sunday night. Ah. I will take the keys out, a pen, whatever. I'll set them on a pew. I'll hand them. I can't tell you how many times I've handed my keys to kids in my youth group. You know, that could get me, I guess. Um, when I'm speaking. Please do that. I'm going to yeah, take your truck you know, like, and drive it around while you're preaching. Else, yeah. I don't remember parking this here. Um, oh, that, that would really get me. Uh, but, but, yeah, I just can't have something in my pocket. the football field at Falkner. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so things like that happen. You know, there, there's different things um, that, that go into all this. So you tell us if you have any superstitions or anything like you that you have when maybe you're preparing for getting yeah. a fleet singing. Maybe it's uh, for worship itself. Uh, call in. Call in. Send us, send us a message or whatever. Um, we'll this is probably it. a couple things that we were just thinking of off the top of our head since we are sitting here celebrating St. Patty's Day. Yeah. As Paul takes a drink. You are concerning me there, Paul. Excuse me. 
Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweet tea. Okay, okay, okay. Um, send us your messages. Seriously, we, we'll even we'll even stop at the end of our bracketology discussion and, and bring out some more superstitions. Caleb says time. his kids are a good barometer to let him know if his sermon was good. I guess that means officially, yeah. uh, Caleb Sampson. I guess it means if if all of if all of the kids are does that mean if all your kids are awake it was a good. Is he talking youth group kids? His kids personally. Okay. Because now that you said that, if my kids are paying attention like youth group kids, I'm gonna get, it's okay. It's going good. Do you yeah. feel more comfortable when them with them around? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't have patience for my youth group. Every congregation needs to see their their um, youth minister up there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. All and right. same for college ministry. It's good to see their college ministry. Yeah, his own five kids. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. You got a long way to catch up. You only got two. Ain't going to happen. <gasps> you win. <laughs> you always will. Right. Well, uh, not sure we got any more superstitions or, or good luck charms, but, but uh, whatever you use yeah. on Sunday uh, to help you prepare. Uh, keep using it. Keep using it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Paul, this is also not only is it St. Patrick's time, though, it is – Bracketology time. It is. We are in the middle of 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 uh, of uh, March Madness. And how did you do yesterday? Not well. Hey, let me say this though. I am in the top twenty million. Uh, in we're proud of all everybody. Yeah, we're all there. Thank you very much. We're all the top twenty million. Um, but I will say this, and I'll go ahead and bring up our uh, our group here. Um, at last count. Oh, oh, this is true. This is true. What you got? We got a superstition, Ryan Frederick. Okay. Ooh. Didn't think about that. We got to throw this in. Uh, yeah. Go, go, go. Uh, Ryan Frederick just had a comment in. I, I didn't even think about that, but that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Where we sit in the audience on a Sunday morning. And it's not just us. It's everybody. It is everybody. You have to have your church pew. Yeah. I know when I was back in Calhoun and I was preaching, everybody knew that was my seat. And don't sit there because that's same what I all the time. Yeah, same one all the time because of getting up and doing everything. And then if I sat somewhere else, it just felt like everything was out of order. Right. Which yeah. one? Where, where would you sit? Everyone has the same auditorium. Let's just pretend. Where in the auditorium would you sit? It was like right up front, far left, far right. Um, middle. Uh, no, I sat actually in the middle left. I'm looking at the stage. Okay. Right up front. On the front row? Yeah. Well, not in the front row, but a couple rows back. Okay. Okay. Yes. Setting an example. Yeah. Some preachers don't get by that front row. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. Chip McEwen, by the way, is uh, wants to say hello. Hello, um, Chip. Uh, the golf team, Faulkner Golf Team. He's driving the bus. They're outside Louisville, Kentucky. Awesome. Hopefully, awesome. he's not actually physically driving the bus while watching this. Yeah, hopefully not. If you are, Chip, please be safe. And uh, Brooke is still leading that group. She is. Yeah, so she is. good luck to her and, that, and both, both the guys and the girls' teams. Yeah. Glad you with us. Yeah. All right. So let's look at Recordology. We have our group here. Um, we have a, a 11 full people. 11 people decided to t- take part in this. And I'm not even anywhere up in the top. You are. Who's Jonathan? That's not you. No. <sighs> Oh, Bodine, I'm up on you by oh, 20 points. I'm number 10 out of 11. Louisville, really? Louisville? Yeah. I'm number two. Okay. So, number 10. Uh, you are number 10. Okay. Uh, Brendan Chance, congratulations. Presently, you sit at number one. 
But for all you other people, you need to understand that my nine-year-old is beating you. She sits at number two in our bracketology challenge. She has picked the Zags, Gonzaga. Let me tell you the process here. Let me tell you the process. She just picks in what looks pretty, doesn't she? Um, looks like pretty. is looking pretty good at number two. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I see what you're saying. Uh, she picked Gonzaga because uh, her mother did. But she comes to this guy to ask, what do I do to get them to that point? And so basically what's happening here is um, I, help, I told her Northwestern over, over um, Vanderbilt. I picked Vanderbilt because uh, I'm more of an SEC guy. You were trying to cheat to hopefully get, get poor Laney down at the bottom, weren't you? No, I was like, one of the two of these records are going to look really good. <laughs> but, she, I mean, she did. She picked a lot of them. She picked a lot of them. But, uh, but yeah, I'm going to ride uh, the nine-year-old's coattails with her. Apparently, uh, we need to. NCAA prowess. Of, uh, <laughs> does it have where she's listed nationwide? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Not here. I was hoping it would. There's another. Well, actually, leaders. 160. Top 160, 160, 160 goes for a while. Yeah, she won't. Number ones go for a while. But um, but uh, she's doing well. Good job. Uh, let's see. We got some games coming up um, that that uh, we are excited about. We got some matchups that are, that are, that are looking good. I do got to say this, man. I was so close in hoping that Florida Gulf Coast was going to knock off FSU. Yeah, I know. I know. Florida State. Um, Man. Yeah. Who do you like in Florida, Virginia? I picked Virginia. I'm sure you did. I did. You are so down your team. Um, yeah. Eh, Virginia probably will win that game. Yeah, actually, Virginia will. Uh, any, any surprises coming up? We got um, what's I, happening today. I guess the biggest surprise yesterday, I guess. What do you, what do you think was the, was the biggest surprise yesterday out of everything? <laughs> um, maybe it has oh, to be. Minnesota. Yeah. Because Minnesota great. killed me. Because I had to go and go in a couple more rounds before getting knocked out. Like, it, it killed me yesterday. Hmm. Um, being in there, Northwestern maybe that was a little shocking there to some people. VCU, I should have picked VCU. VCU almost was right there to they pick just them. do that. That's what they do. Yeah, thanks a lot, mm-hmm. VCU. So uh, this will be interesting. The second half of today, um, see what's going to take place. It will. It definitely will. Um, we have Creighton, uh, Rhode Island. I'm going to look at that as a watch that game because I think, uh, Rhode Island may, may take that one. Think so? I'm going to call it. Is that what you picked? It's not, but I just, I just got a feeling. I guess I could change it. Can you change it midseason? No, you can't change it midseason. I mean, if the game hadn't been played, you cannot change it. You can't change it? No, you can't change it. No. If the game hadn't been played. I agree with Ryan Frederick. Florida losing their big man hurt them. And that's yeah, I think that's why. I, yeah, I, I just, that. You know, I wish, but think about going down the game. In what world? In what world can Troy beat Duke? Please tell me. There's an ounce of a chance that could possibly happen. Jupiter, go Tar Heels. Okay. Uh, <laughs> man, come on. Troy's not going to beat it. Oh, can I just ask this? Okay. Can I just ask this? And this, I'm sorry for all of you Alabama fans that are out there, but if you paid attention to our show last week, 
uh, we were, or, or was it Monday, when we were talking about the state of Alabama basketball. And bad. What does it say? Very bad. Boy and Jack State are the only ones to get in. And then you drop a goose egg against Richmond to the Spiders in the first round at home in the, in the NIT. Please tell me. Please, please talk. Please. No one cares. Give, give me your, give me your assessment on that. I was really surprised. I thought, I really thought they had enough to be able to beat Richmond. I really did. But well, what am I thinking? You know, they're they're building for next year. You know, that's what they're doing. They're building for next year. That's what they all, they always say. Yeah, but but I would say out there with uh, with with uh, one of our friends, uh, the preacher from Dal- Dalrada, Doug Smith, at the softball yes, game Doug on Smith Monday. Is the preacher Dalrada on uh, Monday night, and because uh, he had a he's, somebody, a little, he's a little bit of a Bama fan. He, he's definitely a Bama fan. Yeah. He was like, they'll be top twenty five next year. They'll be top twenty five next year. Oh, Doug, you're my brother, and I love you, but oh no, that will not happen. But I mean, top twenty five, and what's going to be coming the, the NIT league? Oh, <laughs> Alabama owns NIT. No, they don't. They just got beat by Richmond. Well, they own the the bottom level of it. Ugh. Yeah, they were in NIT for a full day. Half a day. Oh, right. Blah. So terrible. And I say it again. It's just like before. You can't have a good team if you don't have recruits. You can't get recruits. Recruits. No, I'm saying it. You can't get recruits if you don't win. You can't win without recruits. How do you... How do you do that? How do you get past that point? I, I don't know. Supposedly, ah. supposedly they got some big players coming in this year. Yeah, they have big players every year. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, it's crazy. You got a good coach. I think you got a good coach um, with Avery yeah. over there. And then, of course, over across down the street down here with Auburn, you know, with Bruce Pearl. I, I don't know. Why doesn't the SEC, and maybe that's a good question for one thing, why doesn't the SEC do better in basketball? I mean, basically, you got Kentucky. You had that run with Florida with Benny, Billy Donovan that was there, but even it was hit and miss at times, and but nobody else. Why? Why is it such a huge difference? Because we put everything into football. Kentucky sits closer geographically to the ACC than the SEC. Would you agree? They're looking over, and they're really close. They look over if you, as you look at the map. You look over to the right, and they see what's happening in the Carolinas with uh, Duke and Clemson and then North Carolina and, and teams such as that. And that's really what they care about. We're in Alabama, and all we're doing is looking across our state and trying to keep up with um, the other the other school, um, to both schools, other school in the state, Alabama-Auburn. And uh, Troy and Jacksonville State. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're more worth that. They're in spring practice right now. They're getting ready for the big spring game. Oh, I know. I already that. had a student yesterday. Um, we won't say his name on the air, but Jesse Horn. Um, he was saying, "Yeah, I'm going to initials. I'm going to Alabama's A day," and I'm like, "Of course, of course, of course you are. Of course yeah. you are." But that, I think maybe that does say something a little bit about it. But how come, though? Seriously, Paul, no SEC team can really make a consistent run within basketball. You may have LSU that throw something up here, like we said, Florida with Billy Donovan had had those runs in there. I mean, you can't say anything because they won the national championship back to back years. I mean, you know, got all got all of that. Um, but even all that, we're not. That's not consistent. But, I mean, but Duke, year after year. North Carolina, year after year. And you may have some dropouts here and there. Kansas, year after year. Kentucky. Gonzaga, lately. Gonzaga. For the last 15 years. I mean, uh, there's something something wrong with it. I mean, Creighton can get in the tournament. 
Of course. I'm but don't you think it. there's something wrong with this? How is it that J.C. Davis can get a playing game, but Alabama or Auburn can't? I don't know. I mean, these playing games. I mean, UC Davis. Whoever they are, it doesn't really matter. Because uh, they they won they won one of their little mid major conferences. Yeah. And stuff. So, but but let me go back to this thing with SEC and basketball. Yeah. Don't tell me you can't do it because baseball does it. Mm-hmm. Softball does it when you have Florida, Alabama, Auburn. Uh, even Georgia and some of them really running up right now in softball. Uh, gymnastics. It's, a, um, it's about who you get. And why would they come to Alabama Auburn when they can go to Duke or North Carolina? Why? Because why? You don't want to freeze. You just go to, but you want to win. And they are perennial winning basketball program. There's got to be more basketball players out there than 15. Why do people right come to Alabama and Auburn for football? I and they don't totally go to, to Duke. But you cannot tell me there's not enough athletes for the University of Alabama or Auburn University to pull people in there to be able to play. Well, the one and dones, um, those are the Kentuckys and those are the Dukes and those are the North Carolinas. Those are the ones that want to go to the NBA, and they're just not coming to Alabama and Auburn because they know they have to be here for four years. Maybe that's an issue. Possibly. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a lot of things to it. There's a science. There's a mathematical equation to tell you why they're not coming down here, and I think a lot of it is how long I'm about to be there and how long it takes me to get into the NBA. If you want talent, that's the talent. And you, you, you're just not one and done in Alabama. Boy, it's not. you're about to get me on the soapbox here. It's done. You know, that, doing, you know, you're about to get me on a big soapbox of, of college athletics and academics. And well, what are you there for? And let's look, well, I know. And, and looking at that, look at this. What makes someone a winner? You know, when you look at a uh, – oh, how about – let's do this. When you look at a congregation, you look at a congregation – what makes a congregation a winner? What makes them? Let's make sort of a, a, a parallel. If we if we had a, we should have a bracketology yeah, totally of congregation. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but you have you have a a, a, a bracketology of congregations, and you look at um, if we did this, what would make? What are the things that would push a team to the Sweet Sixteen? Let me say hi to Brooke Fuller. Our hey, Brooke Faulkner, interim golf coach right now. Hey, Brooke. Hope you do good. I hope. Uh, Okay, are they playing right now? Because Chip was driving. No, they were stopped. Okay, they were okay. at the golf course. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Okay, well, we are doing well. Uh, you know, you have congregations. You look at winners. What pushes a congregation? If you had a bracketology of, of different congregations in the Brotherhood, you know, what pushes one to the Sweet 16? What are some things? What are some aspects that would bring a church to the victory lane, so to speak? Well, you got to have that, that primetime player. I guess we would call that the. The, the preacher. The preacher, okay. Yeah. And a good preacher. you got to have some good coaches, okay, which be eldership, get that staff going right. together with your assistants, so your deacons. With open-mindedness. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, um, you got to have to make some change when he changes any made. you got to have that uh, uh, good number two, which is that song leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, actually, Jordan, Jordan had to have his pippet. It's a good point. It's a good point. People are going to come in there, and they're going to – you hate this, but they are going to judge you by your worship. If you can't, can't lead a – can't carry a tune in a bucket, uh, they may not take part too much in all that. So, we did um, give a shout-out to Freed Hardeman's women's basketball team. They are currently 34 No, They're playing in the semis today. Are they – did they join in the show? Jerry. Jerry mentioned it. Oh, Jerry Elder. Yeah. Okay. Jerry mentioned it. Hey, Jerry. Yeah, like, we do need to mention that. That's awesome. Go free hard on 
Yeah, go go take it take it to the town. So you want you want a good scene, you want a good worship. It's not about what you show. Okay, right. it's about what we give to God. But we need to make sure that the congregation, just as an example, hypothetically speaking, that we want to make sure what we give to God is the best possible thing we can give to Him. Right. 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 Um, you want to make sure that you have a congregation that is that is friendly. Right. That that, that talks to people and that that um, no one's a stranger. You walk in the room, you meet them. Okay. And they they, they be like the sixth man. Congregation the sixth man. Oh, the twelfth man. Oh, yeah. Well, if we're on the basketball, on yeah. the basketball court, is that, is that correct? That's right. I guess would, they, right. would they be the sixth man? Yeah, I think so. Or are they higher up than that? I mean, you know, it's it's important. Uh, the congregation as a whole is pivotal in in the. He's your big, he's your big man recruiting or bringing people in. Yeah, yeah. So he's your, your big man in the middle. That's your youth minister. Come on, Paul. Come on. I guess so. I mean, yeah, seriously, uh, a youth program. And I know of people, um, I know of people right now that are looking for maybe look, be looking for home congregations, and if there's not a good youth program, they're probably not going to attend there because they want something for their children, and uh, and rightfully so. So, and, uh, SEC coaches, if you need some help in working on your your uh, basketball, um, um, on your basketball stuff, then. Uh, yeah, come contact us. Yeah, we got you. We got the we got the um the uh, strategy um, down pat on that. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, Dale Jenkins just had the dry, the mic drop. He always does. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <Don't know. laughs> Obviously, something that needs to be mentioned uh, in any congregation is it's going to be successful. <laughs> In the middle of everything that you do, has got to be Jesus Christ. I mean, it has to be the Lord. We know that. Uh, that, that, that. Hopefully, that's established. I hope that's established when they walk through the door. If it isn't, then we need to go go somewhere else. Got right. a big mic drop by Dale Jacobs. So definitely. Um, but but what I'm saying is, there there are things and aspects of this that draw people to a congregation. There are things and aspects of a certain university's basketball program that has to draw people to it. If you have a a year in, year out, not going to the big dance, who wants to go there? And you're not going to get That's them until you start. So so basically what what so it's basically like people who who have money. They say you got to have money to be able to make money, but you got to have money first to be able to make it. And so exactly. the rich get richer. And it's rough and it's tough, but that's just how it goes. But what's what's, what's happening right now is these coaches. We're looking at at um, what Bruce and Anthony. We're talking about Auburn, Alabama. You guys need to try to win with mid-level players be able to have a chance to bring those extra players in. But but you got to get to the dance first. If they go to the dance this next year, you, you will see the recruiting improvement. It's not about trips. It's not about contacts. It's about the wins. Braves open up a season against the Yankees. Um, that comes up next week on the John Paul Show. Yeah. Boy. The battery in the cow pasture. <laughs> I'm gonna drop out there today. No, you won't. I'm gonna drive up there today. Are you gonna take yeah. a detour? I am. Good luck. I am. I've seen pictures. It looks cool. It's a scriptural for a church to go to a big dance. <laughs> oh my goodness! Who said that? <laughs> <It's good. laughs> 
Uh, her show is now an abomination. I apologize. Yeah, well, it's, it is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's the, it's the tea talking. Yeah, it's all good. Well, Paul, I think that's about it. you got to get on the road. and I do. I'm going back to lay down. Got to get going. Jeremy, I'll see you in about seven hours. I'm um, looking forward to seeing you uh, here in just a little bit. I look forward to being with you in spirit, Jeremy. Hopefully everyone who is in the area, um, around the Augusta, Georgia area, if you have not yet registered to um, – I'm sure Jeremy wouldn't mind you just showing up. If I'd, um, contact yeah. him, Jeremy Hino, there at the Augusta, uh, Georgia, at the Central Church of Christ. Um, so, uh, <laughs> everybody, if you never pay attention, you need to get in our chat room. And you really do. Yeah. And then you'll leave having lots of questions. Yeah, definitely. But uh, None that we'll answer on social media, so you'll have to call us direct, directly. Well, Paul, you just uh, hope you have another... <laughs> John, do you have anything else before we get out here today? Nope. Watch the brackets. Watch the games. Keep up with it. Yeah. We'll see what happens next. Um, we'll see what um, mid-major um, possibly um, triumphs over some of the big dogs. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be fine. Well, Paul, you be safe traveling. I will do that. I'll be safe in my bed. That's right. And um, for John Podine, I am Paul Sperlin uh, with – what does this say? Paul Sperlin. <laughs> I'm Paul Sperlin. This is John Podine. This has been the John and Paul Show. Thank you for being a part of our show. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you for being here. Join us Monday at the Monday 5 and 11. We look forward to seeing you then. And until then, have a great day and God bless. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.